snivelers, and panderers. Welcome. This is Genuine Optimist, episode number 26. Weak leaders are vessels for seagoing snitches. I think a lot of you know that by now. They obey the strongest force around them, and they attract the weakest under them. And this is why they are put in power. Weak leaders have no real power for impactful change. They only have position. The real power is the hidden cartels of collusion that combine in secret. They stay out of the limelight because they do not have the ability to grovel and pander. All they have is the power to control those who know how to grovel and pander. What are the consequences of advancing weak leaders? I think we're kind of facing that in our society right now. Weak leaders collect grovelers, snivelers, and panders. People like themselves, for the most part, a vast army of do-nothings that appease all power above at the cost of having no soul principle within. Soul principle is that reliable guidepost independent and self-knowing individuals live by. Believe it or not, this is kind of hard to believe, the devil loves grovelers, snivelers, and panderers because they have no soul principle. Emerson called it the oversoul. Immanuel Kant called it the substratum. Every philosopher has their own name for it. My dad called it the predicate reality. In order to understand true soul principle, let's explore those without it, namely grovelers, snivelers, and panderers. A groveler is defined as a person who lies or crawls with face downward in the mud, their body prostrated in abject humility and fear. Grovelers are not bipedal. They do not stand upright. Have you ever wondered how a weak leader can cause followers to sacrifice their own? Have you ever wondered how one bad leader can destroy a thriving culture? Look at the worship fest of Pol Pot in Cambodia, the idolatry of Mao Zedong in China, the adulation given to Lenin in Russia, the exaltation showered on Hitler in Germany. These leaders and thousands of others have caused millions to turn on each other and kill one another. Why? They did it by creating something called the idolatry for authority. It's a zombie army of snitches that feast on each other, either for self-protection or advancement. Leaders of these zealots promise lies and tell the people what they want to hear. Their reward is total allegiance and total control over the minds of many. And when they get it, they attract the worst of human qualities. It is important to know that these weak leaders are not grovelers themselves. They are sociopaths. They pretend to show enough moral caring to attract an army of devotees. Grovelers are those below weak leaders. Grovelers are talented in the art of kowtowing to each other, or mostly to weak leaders. Kowtowing is derived from kowtow in Mandarin Chinese. It is the act of deep respect shown by prostration, if that can be called respect, kneeling and bowing so low that your head is touching the ground. How can this be deep respect? In East Asian cultures, the kowtow is said to be the highest sign of reverence. While expressed as a physical gesture in the East, it is subversive and hidden in the West. The highest form of kowtow in the West is called 
groveling. It's not physical prostration, it's mental subjugation. Grovelers want to be accepted by their worshipped authority. They seek favoritism and will follow and obey at all costs. If the authority descends into corruption, they follow. The hardest part about grovelers is not knowing or seeing the power they grovel to, especially in developed countries. You know, like in China, North Korea, the old USSR, and other countries. You can see, literally see, the groveling or kowtowing. However, in developed and mostly democratic countries, you can't see it physically at all. You can only witness the subtle marginalization of those who speak up and the advancement of those who shut up. In developed democracies, is quietly oppressive, almost like a high-pressure sales pitch you cannot escape from, whereas in closed societies, it is directly authoritarian. The trick is to be able to see in developed countries the high power weak leaders grovel to, and this is what we cannot see. When people in free societies grovel, they do so to a hidden group aligned for their own self-interest, like a bunch of high school cheerleaders playing cold shoulder to an unfavored member of the team. You can't point the finger at a single person who started the sowing of discord against the one teammate for her non-compliance. Instead, you see the insidious groupthink working at perfect equilibrium against one outlier. Grovelers function best in groupthink. It's, the, it's like an automatic behavior to fall in line, do as told, never speak up, and never challenge the authority or self-interest of the group. The benefit is the security within the group, like a pretended warm blanket. Whatever group or authority offers the best illusionary promise, the groveler will follow without question and without doubt. Like an inner city gang, the modern Democratic Party is mostly filled with grovelers. However, you see them in all political parties. Grovelers support the most hideous leaders to hopefully get a position of power themselves. They back the party and the power at all costs. This is the motto of the modern Democratic Party. Dissidents, visionaries, and divergent voices, classically liberal minds, are marginalized and shut up. I have witnessed people like Dennis Kucinich, Cynthia McKinney, Jim Trafficant, even Tulsa Gabbard, all become marginalized and expelled from their own party. If you research these people, you find that they were not grovelers, they were hardcore independent minds. You know, however, recently Tulsi Gabbard dropped from the presidential race, gave up the ghost of her independence, and endorsed Joe Biden, the number one groveler in the party. And who does he grovel to? The underworld and the underminers. I will reveal these in a later post. For now, let's just move on to snivelers. Snivelers are very different from grovelers. Snivelers are future psychopaths, if unchecked. Weak leaders begin first as snivelers, believe it or not. Snivelers are constant complainers. They are weak because they whine or pretend to weep. They exhibit a hypocritical show of feeling through virtue signaling. If a groveler never gets the power or position they want, they become snivelers. Snivelers are useful idiots. If you are a secret elite moving the levers of power, and if you want to control all the power in the world, you put a sniveler in charge because you are almost certain he or she will become a groveler. Snivelers are constant complainers. That's the secret putting the wrong people in power. You put snivelers in power because they are never adored and never advanced in power. So the only thing they're concerned with is their own glory. 
When they get this so-called glory, they become full-time grovelers. And that's what you want. You want a full-time groveler in power. Some intelligent people with vision can be marginalized and rejected, and they can sound and look like snivelers. In reality, they are overwhelmed with vision, a lot of passion. The only way you can tell them apart is by seeing how the sniveler complains about how the world rejects them, whereas the frustrated visionary complains about the system not designed to hear new ideas. If neither of them ever get advanced in life or recognized for their ideas, they can easily be subject to becoming panderers, the last and final snitch. Panderers are fake optimists. A panderer is someone who tries to please others for an ulterior motive. A panderer kisses up to getting something from a weak leader, like a high-energy salesperson. They tell you what you want to hear. A panderer is sometimes vulgar. Politicians are often panderers, especially those who say or do anything to get a vote or raise money. A panderer is one who caters to or exploits the lowest tastes or desires around them. It's locker room talk. It's when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Panderers are some of the worst people on the planet. They are intelligent enough to know who is in real power, and so they deliver what those in power want. Panderers are highly intelligent. They are not saddled with debasement like grovelers or insecurity like snivelers. They are political chameleons and ventriloquist puppets. They pander to what the underworld powers want them to be. They are strictly driven by self-preservation. If you want a real follower in control of your ship, hire first a groveler. The problem is this person cannot command with intelligence or any experience, but they will protect your control. If the whole ship goes down, they will go down with you as long as you promise them safe passage without payment to the underminers. Again, that's for another post. However, if you are tired of the complaints of everyone, put a sniveler in power and they will be empowered to shut them up. But you will need to pander to the sniveler from time to time to keep them in line. As grovelers connect, well, as grovelers collect more grovelers around them, believe it or not, snivelers cannot stand another sniveler. They will collect grovelers around them. Lastly, if you want some semblance of leadership that will obey your vision, hire a panderer. They will do as told, but they will never offer something of their own or any innovation to solve problems. They will never add value. You will still have to do all the thinking and all the value creation. Panders are known for switching allegiance, though, so be prepared. You may be better off hiring a groveler to be in charge. Here are three universal truths. And you should actually write these down, put them above your office, and always remember them. Number one, grovelers are the most docile and dumb. Snivelers are the most destructive. Panders are the most dangerous. The bigger the organization with more central control, the more grovelers, snivelers, and panders it will attract. You can just imagine Washington, D.C., and how many grovelers, snivelers, and panderers run that town. Weak leaders will always hire their own, and the underworld and underminers will always hire weak leaders. If you ever wanted to know why most of the world is run by weak leaders, you now know why, at least partially. 
you still need to know the truth about the underworld and the underminers. That comes next in a future post. I left one thing out. What is soul principle? Stay tuned, and I will tell you all without prescribing my own. All will be revealed. This is the very definition of apocalypse. It means disclosure of great knowledge. The the apocalypse has nothing to do with destruction. It has everything to do with a great unfolding. In my next post, I will reveal the underworld and the underminers. And then after that, the most powerful soul principle in the universe, the common consent of community mastery. Stay tuned and stay alert, my friends. A renaissance is coming. You can find The Genuine Optimist at GenuineOptimist.com. Please subscribe and get notified.